Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And every once in a while, I get to turn the interview tables on somebody else because my guest today has interviewed me for her incredible program called Career View Mirror. We're going to talk about that and more, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about the highlights of Joyelle Crawford. And here's the thing. She's phenomenal on, she's like a powerhouse. Like this woman has so much energy. It's ridiculous. But here's a couple of things of the highlights in her bio. A determined and passionate professional development coach and leadership expert with over 20 years of experience in the human resources field and specifically career management, which HR can take a lot of turns, but I love it when HR professionals are really committed to individuals' professional journey. When asked what she does, she says she grows leaders for a living. Just let that settle in your mind for a minute. Grows leaders for a living. And that's, that's where leadership development is more than just a catchphrase. That's really about a mindset. So uh, she is a career coach, a virtual presenter certified. She's a de- leadership development consultant. And as I said before, she has her own TV show called Career View Mirror, which I loved it and I was so happy to be a guest. So first of all, Joyelle, thank you for joining me on my show this time. Thank you, Michael, for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. We had so much fun when I came uh, to your studios to do your show. And it was like, all of a sudden, you know, it's one side to be on this side of the mic, you know, and you're like controlling things and you know how that you're watching the time you've got all that going on. And then to be a guest where you get a 30 minute spot. And I swear we, we could have talked forever. We would have, you know, never even known they could have like, they could have shut down all the cameras and walked out of there and we would never have even known we had just kept talking. So it's so much fun. <laughs> it was, it was very, I mean, it went by so fast, you know, they, I remember them coming by and saying, okay, we're done. We're like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> well, so Joyal, I love to just read like snippets of people's bios because I think they're the things that, you know, that jump out at me, but I like people to be able to tell their story in their own words. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and how you help people to shock their potential. Well, um, a little bit about myself is that I'm a, a Jersey girl born and raised, and um, and uh, I, I just started my career really by accident. Uh, I took a job uh, in a corporate environment, answering phones and helping people set up their voicemails and their pagers. So, you know, I'm really dating myself. Um, And 
their installed car phones. And when oh I started working there, I, I immediately knew that I wanted to do something different on the first day of work. And it was new hire orientation. And I, I saw this person standing up in the front of the classroom and I was like, I want to do that. I want to motivate and inspire people and get them excited about being about, you know, being at work and, and help them develop. I just like wanted, I just felt so motivated by this person. And I asked somebody, you know, what is that? And they said, it's a trainer. You've got to be an HR. Um, and I, and they were like, but it's impossible to get into training in HR. And that is like the one thing you don't tell a hard headed person is <laughs> that they're, you, it's impossible. So I did You're like, mm, I'm going after yeah, that yeah. one. So I, I, uh, I basically started talking to people in leadership positions about how do I get there? And I naively just not knowing any better that you just don't walk up to the director of the call center and say, how do I get into this department? You know, I just started like a month ago. Um, and so I did a lot of, of, um, networking and all of these things that I did to grow my own career, those techniques are what I shared with others within the organization once I got into human resources, because executives were asking, you know, getting asked, well, how did she get into, you know, from customer service to HR? And they're like, just ask her. And so I realized after 15 years of helping people get where they needed to go, that there was a profession wrapped around this. So I'm like, I'm, get, yeah. I'm doing the job of you know, three people getting paid one, um, there's a profession here. And I was really um, inspired by just being able to share um, these tips and techniques with others. And, um, and so that's what I do. I, I, I motivate and inspire others to take action in their careers, as well as creating engaging training and development opportunities for leadership development, for companies, for corporate organizations, small businesses too. <laughs> you know, no company is takes. too big or too small. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was taking notes as you were writing because I love how you said I was getting people to where they need, I, I got people to where they needed to go, you know, like mm -hmm. get them to where they need to go. Mm -hmm. And in a career trajectory, that's really it's really important to have somebody in your corner that can help you see what you can achieve. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times in businesses, big or small, um, people are hired for a specific reason and you hire them for that specific reason. But as a managing leader, you're not necessarily looking at them saying, hey, I'm hiring them for you know the call center, but I do want to see them in HR. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, I'm hiring them the call center because I need somebody in the call, call center. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's a, there's a lot of factors running against people in terms of what they can achieve and how they can grow if they don't have, you know, kind of that, that inner spark to find out themselves or, mm -hmm. and, or have an advocate within the organization or outside that helps them see what their potential truly is. Absolutely. And, and I think another piece of that is that you have to drive your own career. I mean, I think a lot of people have this misconception that if you work hard and put your nose to the grindstone, that, you know, magically the job fairy is going to come and, you know, promote you, Bing! you know, mm -hmm. that it's, it's a magical situation. Um, and we've seen it time and time again, mm -hmm. where some people don't work hard and uh, put their nose to the grindstone and are provided those promotional opportunities. So it's also the importance of, of helping 
the clients um, advocate for themselves. So um, not only being a mentor or a sponsor to, to the clients that I coach, um, but also providing them with the, the empowerment that they can do this and take the lead and doing this on their own. And so sharing those tips and techniques uh, and strategies, which is why the mm -hmm. company's called Crawford Leadership Strategies, is that, that, that they can have those tools to, to take with them. It's really important because you and I are both, I know you were referencing, you know, car, car phones and all those things. You and mm -hmm. I are both women of a certain age and we know what we're talking about because we've been there and done that. And as I look back on my career, in fact, I was just telling somebody this yesterday as I was interviewing them, I was talking about my career trajectory and how someone who had been interviewing me in a, um, for their podcast is, was trying to get me to say, you know, to say, you know, that I had felt like throughout my career, maybe I wasn't paid equally to men or other people in my positions. And she was very disappointed because I'm like, I absolutely was. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? I said, because I always asked for it. I always knew what I was worth. I knew what my positions were worth. I knew what my value was. And I asked all along the way. So I out earned many of my colleagues along mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. But you know, to your point, I'm not sure sometimes how I got the guts to do that because, you know, when I had my very first, you know, kind of true business job, um, you know, in a, you know, office type environment, I just kept taking on roles. And then I'd say, hey, I've been doing this for six months. I want to add that to my title. And they're right. like, okay. You know, right. so I, I, I did that along the way. Now, flip side, then when I became a leader, it was, it dawned on me a couple years into my, you know, leadership journey that when people would say, is it time for my performance review? That was code for, are you going to give me a raise? And it really had nothing to do with whether or not that person really wanted their, their performance reviewed. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes they wanted to know if they were doing a good job, but th that was always like, well, it's another year I should get a raise. And you and I both now know and everybody listening knows that in majority of companies today, there are not those annual raises, annual merit increases. You're lucky if you still have a job. Right. <laughs> that you're right. still getting paid. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for people to proactively take steps, it's not just saying, hey, I want to review and therefore you're going to give me more money. If you want to climb a, a ladder, you have to drive it. And I love your metaphor with that. How do you help them to like gain that confidence? Well, one of the things that I, I um, share with a lot of my clients is that if you raise your voice, you raise your value. And it's really about being vocal and knowing what your worth is, um, knowing what you bring to the table, understanding uh, the skill set and experience and expertise, and not just saying I've been here for X, Y, and Z number of years. You know, tenure is one thing, but what have you been doing for the business? What have you been doing for the organization to help drive, you know, results? And that's what really speaks to mm -hmm. the, the company. I remember a mentor, she was the, she's the head of HR at the time, and um, I was complaining to her about how all I, I had done all of these things to grow my career, and I had done this, and I had done that, and me, 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 me. And uh, she said, you know, this is very you-centric, but what have you done for the business? Mm -hmm. And that's where this light bulb went off, and I thought, oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm asking an organization to invest in me. So where is this money going? How is this, how is this going to further the business or the organization 
in what, where's my money? How much has my money? How's, how am I going to get this return on my investment? So I, I share that a lot about if you raise your voice, you raise your value, write it out. Just like you were saying before, you know, I'm doing this um, a, amount of work, but I'm doing X, Y, and Z more amount of work, write it out, write out what you were hired to do. I call it the half pager approach. You know, you write out what you were hired to do, write a line, you know, in the middle of the page and then write out all of the things, the results based things that you have done and achieved that are going to be above and beyond what you were hired to do. In most cases, that'll be a visual representation of all the things that you're bringing to the table. And um, I was able to get a lot of promotions that way um, mm -hmm. by just showing, you know, visually showing and telling uh, what my value was to the organization. It's so important. I've been having very similar conversations with people who are job searching right now mm -hmm. and, you know, saying, you know, and I was kind of coaching somebody through, you know, this scenario and they're like, well, and I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I'm like this. And I said, you know, this job interview is not about them liking you. Mm -hmm. And this job interview is not about your tenure. That's important. That's what got you the interview. Right. But what's going to get you the job is to ask them questions about what's most important and show them that you're going to do that. Absolutely. So it's not, you know, and even if you're, you know, a server going back into a restaurant, as restaurants start to open more capacity, it's not, hey, I'm, you know, it's been a really tough, you know, six months and I need to get back to work. It's like, hey, I know it's been a tough six months on you as a business. I know it must be horrible to have only been at 25% capacity. I want to make sure that we get the best return on every table so that, you know, people are coming back, they're happy, they're spending more, you know, right. And if you put it in the language of the business, people yes. are going to understand that you're committed to that business. Indeed. Speaking to the pain, you know, um, mm -hmm. Liz Ryan is somebody who I, I admire and I follow her and she talks about pain points, pain letters instead of cover letters and just speaking to the pain of the organization. And I think the same thing goes for interviewing and negotiation and, and everything. You really, I, I, I share with my clients and in my training courses um, that you really need to think about the, the business or the organization or your supervisor like Janet Jackson singing, what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Um, so you gotta, yeah, you just got to think about all of the, the, the things that go behind that. What, what have you done? You know, what have yes. you brought to the table? And I think that that, um, it's, it's a collaborative and, and, and I love, I picked up on, on your, on your language is the we piece. You know, I, I feel that if mm. you, you, um, set the intention of collaboration and support. This is like my million dollar coaching advice. You know, I say it all the time, but if you set the intention of collaboration and support that you will be able to attract what you're desiring versus detract, you know, you'll be able to pull that person in that client in that, that sale or whatever it is that you're trying to draw into your life that mm -hmm. will, um, that will definitely result if you're setting that intention of collaboration and support. Yeah. And that's it. That's, that's making it truly a team. And it's not mm -hmm. about you getting a job or you getting a promotion. It's about we together are going to achieve the business goals, whether it's as a new hire, a promotion or whatever. And mm -hmm. I also loved how you, um, uh, I love taking notes while you're going. You said, um, I'm asking the company to invest in me. Mm -hmm. So whether or not you're a new hire or you're saying, Hey, I, 
I want or deserve a promotion or I want additional training. Mm -hmm. It is an investment and an investment. It's, it's, it's a sad kind of situation right now that we're seeing training budgets cut all over the place. I understand companies are trying to survive and that, that is, you know, you've got to make some tough decisions. I've been there where you've had to make some really tough uh, financial business decisions, but you know, it's also a good time for leaders to sit back and say, who are my leaders? Who are, who's motivating the rest of the group? You know, who's really living our mission and values and who is driving results for this and how do I continue to invest in them so that they don't go elsewhere? Because there are still job moves happening. There are people moving from company to company where they are, you know, compensated differently or given different authority. And it's important time that, that, uh, to recognize as leaders that, not everybody is, you know, just going to stay because. So there's some, you know, quid pro quo that needs to happen in order to keep those good people with you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it is. It's 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 a it's a collaboration. It, it, mm-hmm. And there's not this, I win and you lose. It's it's definitely uh, a a way where you've got to pull two people or two organizations, two entities together, and work together to find the results. I know that when uh, I was on your show, Career View Mirror, which I love the the title and I love the concept because I always think that, you know, we learn a lot by looking back and, you know, reflecting on where we've been because that's important. So I love to ask people, you know, when you look back on your professional career, you know, what's the most important lesson that you learned along the way that really helped you to shock your potential? Mm, well, you know what? The biggest thing that I'm learning right now as I look back on my career is that I am not uh, doing a great job of putting myself first. Mm. And so, um, and I feel like there's this cycle of, of proving myself, you know, mm. this, this vicious cycle of, of, of trying to prove myself to the organization or to my parents or to whomever. And, you know, especially, you know, when I'm going out on my own to, to create my own practice and, and my own business, is that this, I'm trying to prove myself, I'm trying to get engagement, trying to, and, um, and I need to prove myself to myself and the commitment to taking better care of myself. And I'm finding it time and time again, that lesson continues to hit me over the head is that I need to rest. Yeah. Um, in fact, so much so that I created, um, you know, when I do my business plan every year, I, I look at what what do I want to focus on? And I have key performance indicators for my business, even though it's a business of one and it keeps me focused. And one is of course to grow revenue. The other is to, to grow influence and, um, and, and uh, reach so that I can inspire and motivate as many people as possible. Um, So that's through how many people I'm coaching, how many people I'm training, but the last one is grow energy. Mm-hmm. And that is when I know that I'm not doing very well in my business. If I'm not feeling well, if I'm not feeling um, the energy that you talk about, you know, that I have, if I'm not able to exude that energy well enough, I'm not going to be present for my clients and my customers. So I, I really find that that's the one thing that I've learned in order to shock my potential, my own potential, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to recharge. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because I actually hit that wall last week um, mm-hmm. and I'm still feeling the repercussions of it this week a little bit. Just, uh, you know, I, cause we started a second business, you know, mm-hmm. the first business is like driving crazier than we would have ever thought. Um, and it, 
you know, got all these things in motion and trying to get ahead of the game because we're, we're going to take kind of a little bit of time off here um, in the next few weeks. And so as I'm going, 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 trying to get ahead, 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 all of a sudden I'm like, wait, you know, working seven days a week, there's an end point to that. <laughs> and the end point shouldn't, you know, be you going, I'm going to take a nap. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that shouldn't be the point. And I think there's a lot of people, especially people who are working from home right now, that are facing that that same situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad you brought that up because it's really difficult, as you and I know, when you work out of a home-based business, um, people are like, oh, isn't that wonderful? You can go you know, throw in a load of laundry when you're in the middle of the day. You're like, no, you really don't. <laughs> yeah, it's not that fabulous. Um, yeah. Especially a lot if of you're- times- yeah, you don't get it done. Like sometimes I'll be, you know, I'll throw the load of laundry in and it's sitting there cold at the end of the day because I forgot to put days. it in the dryer. Have you done that? Like three days later, you open up, you're like, oh, oh we got to wash that again. Got to wash it all over again. Yes. <laughs> I had that yesterday that I realized I'd left the last load in the dryer. So in order to, you know, like I hate ironing. So I just turned on the dryer for another 25 minutes until it was all unwrinkled. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I would have totally done the same thing. Oh, well, this may be a similar question though, but when you, I always like people to, you know, reflect back even further. So if you could go back in time and talk to the younger Joyelle at any point in time, tell her anything that would have shocked her potential further or faster or kept her on the same trajectory, when would you go back and what would you tell her? Um, I would go back, you know, I don't even know where, where this, um, what age, at what age that I didn't feel this way, but I would go back in time to wherever she, where she started to doubt herself, um, and tell her that you're enough. Um, you're, you're smart enough, you're black enough, um, you, you are, um, well-spoken enough, you are, um, courageous enough, you're bold enough. Um, there's this, this thing that I've discovered as I've been working through um, developing my own business and helping other people develop themselves is this, this enoughness. And, um, you know, I'm working with my dream team on trying to figure that out um, and, and figure out where that, where that got lost in the sauce. But this is, this is, the thing that I wish I could go back in time and tell her so that she's not struggling with it right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And and there's this this thing that I would love to tell her is that uh, the only person you need to prove yourself to is yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're, you're living your life for you. And, um, and that's, that's, that's the message that I would like to give to her, to little Joyelle or middle-aged Joyelle or yesterday Joyelle. Uh, Which is such an honest, that's such an honest depiction of, of the struggle, especially of, of uh, entrepreneurs is, uh, you know, a lot of times you're, you're, you know, you're helping other people there, but you're like, I need somebody to remind me. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And and I'm just going to say that right now, I think you need to go out and purchase the domain enoughness.com because I think that needs to be your book. (laughs) Oh, that's great. You know, I've been trying to figure out what to write about. So (laughs) you're welcome. 
You're welcome. Enoughness. And besides, this won't air for a little bit. So nobody's going to hear it to take it from you. Because what a great, I could almost see it like just say enoughness. I am black enough. I am woman enough. I am strong enough. I am, I mean, you could just have the whole list. I could see the front cover and I could see you on the back going, I am, I'm enoughness. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) There's your million dollar idea. And you're welcome. And I want to write the endorsement for it. Very much. (laughs) Forward. (laughs) I'll have to get on it. (laughs) I know. And I really appreciate your honesty because it is, I think, really important. You know, people are always saying to me, oh my gosh, you're doing so much and it's so amazing. I don't know how you're doing that. And I'm like, a lot of coffee, Um, you know, a lot of reminders to myself to exercise. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, I did a really great job this uh, spring where I was working with a fitness coach and I you know, lost 19 pounds and I was really fit. And then I gained back nine of those pounds and, you know, and then you're like, where's my exercise? So in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, get off your butt, Sherlock, you know, you know, put down that two o'clock ice cream that I keep talking about. Everybody's like, why do you have a two o'clock ice cream break? I'm like, because I gave it up for my apples. Like I need to stop the ice cream break, you know, just stop and remind yourself that, in order to keep going, you do have to fuel your own, you know, your furnace and you have to, you know, what's what you put in your head, what you put in your body, what you put in, in terms of exercise, those things are important for what you put in for your mood to keep your batteries charged. Absolutely. Indeed. And I, and I just, I can't even remember that. Well, I can remember the last time I worked out because we've got a pool this summer. And so- you know, even just going in there and, and moving around, I found even out that I found out that walking in the pool is just as good as walking, you know, outside. Absolutely. Of the pool. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is fantastic. So I'm, I've been working out kind of, you know, undercover, but, um, but making sure <laughs> I'm taking note of that, that I'm moving. I got to move, got to get moving. Yes. We're sitting all day. I love it. And yes, that is. It's really, really good for you to walk and like you kind of run in the water. That's so good for your cardio. It's excellent. Well, darling, obviously we could talk forever and we know we can, and we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now, I don't know why I always do this little fingery thing, like type, 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 type. How's the best way? What's the best way for them to find you? Uh, the best way to find me is I'm, I'm on all the social media platforms, um, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter uh, by Joyelle Crawford. So Joyelle Crawford is what you'll find me under, um, or you can find my website, which is www.clsnext. That's Crawford Leadership Strategies and the word next.com. Um, that's how you can find me. Um, and, or you can email me at joyelle at clsnext.com if you have any questions or comments or concerns. So I love it. I love it. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Um, My big thing is rest. The world can wait. Um, In this environment that we are now in, in our new normal, um, we are working 24 seven, but that's not an expectation. That's something that we put on ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. So please just remember to rest, book it, calendar it. You know, it's just as important as everything else that's on your calendar, um, because there's only one you out there and we need you, the world needs you, but we need you to rest so that you can recharge and have that energy. 
I love it. Joelle, as always, I love talking to you. And I know you may have your energy waning a little bit, but it still feels strong for me today. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. Dot com.